Christian needs to understand leadership principles. Ja ma usun, et kõik kristlased peaksid aru saama juhtimise põhimõtetes. I think it'll help us to better be able to hook up with the church. Ja see aitab meil paremini osa võtta koguse tööst. That we would be able to work together for one purpose and one cause. Et me saaksime koostööd teha ühel eesmärgil ühe asja nimel. And it will also help us to be a greater success for the for the kingdom of God. Ja see aitab meil ka Jumala riigis olla edukamad. And we should be leaders at work. Me peame olema juhid töö juures. With our families. Oma perekonna juures. With our friends. Oma sõpradega. With our neighbors. Naabrite juures. In church. Koguduses. Whatever it is that we do, I think that all of us should want to, to, to be a good example. Ja üks poha, mida me teeme, ma usun, et me peaksime kõik tahtma olla heaks eeskujuks. And so that takes leadership skills. Ja selleks on vaja juhi oskusi. And, and for any church to gain momentum. Ja selleks, et üks poha, milline kogudus saaks hoogu. We need to have leadership. Siis meil on vaja juhtkonda. Not just from the pastor. But from all of those that would hook up and be a part. And the more people we have that are, are pushing this vision forward, the, the more momentum we will have for the Lord. But like we talked about last time, before you can be a good leader, you, know, have, you have to know how to be a good follower. And until you know how to follow leadership, you will never be a good leader. Because truly there are things that we can learn in, in, in submitting to those that are over us that are going to help us in our relationship with the Lord. And it also will help us to, to when we stand in a place of leadership, be able to relate to those under us. But if you are not a good follower, I guarantee you, you will never be a great leader. And so we need to learn how to follow, but we also need to know what, what it is to lead. And leadership in the church is going to take some courage and take some discipline. And there's going to be times that you're going to need to step out in faith and believe God. And when we do, we know that God will always show up for us. Amen. And so this is what we believe. We believe God, is, God will back up his promises. And so we stand on the promises of God. Now I want to read here out of Proverbs chapter 14 and verse 28. And I want to read this out of the message translation. And it says here the mark of a good leader is loyal followers. Leadership is nothing without a following. Leadership is nothing without a following. And so anyone, so anyone who is a good leader needs to, to know where they're going. If you don't know where you're going, how can you lead there? And 
so I think a lot of people they try to lead and they have no clue where they're going. And not only do they end up being confused, everybody following them ends up being confused. And we see this in, in firms, we see this in churches. We see this in families. Where the, the where if there is no leadership. If you don't know where you're going, if you have no goals, you are just going to wander through life and you are never going to be able to do much. And anyone who is a good leader is not going to need to tell you that they're a good leader. The more somebody needs to tell me how great a leader they are, the less I believe that they're a leader. Leadership should be seen by the fruit from somebody's life. You should be able to see it in the family. You should be able to see it in his job. You should be able to see it in the, the just the responsibility they take upon themselves. Even in areas where they might not be a leader. You can see that there's potential in them or you can see the gifts that are in them. And so you will know people by their fruit. And this is both positive and negative. Amen. Amen. I know some people that I want to stay far away from because I see their fruit. But I also see people that I want to be really close to because I see their fruit. And so leadership is not something that, that you need to, to tell. Leadership should be seen. And when it comes to, to the church and the kingdom of God, Jesus talked about leadership a little bit differently than sometimes the world thinks of leadership. And when Jesus was teaching his disciples how to lead in, in, in the kingdom of God, this is what he said. Look here in Mark chapter 9. Mark chapter 9 and verse 35. It says, And he sat down and he called the twelve over to him and he said, Whoever wants to be the first must be last and whoever wants uh, and be the servant of everyone else. Ja tema istus maha ja kutsus need kaks teist ning ütles neile, kui keegi tahab olla esimene, siis olguda kõikidest viimene ja kõikide teenia. And so we, we need to see ourselves as servants that helping people to go higher. And the more you help people go higher, the more you will be lifted up in a position of leadership in the kingdom of God. A lot of time the world has this mentality that I am your leader so you need to lift me up. You need to make sure that I am the man. And I'm going to use you and I'm going to use your talents to make myself look so much better. And a lot of times that's the world thinking of leadership. They're thinking if the leader, leader is lifted up then, then the... the the company or whatever will be lifted up. But we see that that rarely 
does any good. The leadership that Jesus has given us, I think, doesn't only work in the church. I think it works anywhere. And this is this is where the leader gets down with those that are with him. And does his very best to lift them up. So that they can shine. And that's going to be what makes him look so much better. And so, uh, you know, you need to remember, especially in the church. You are not the answer to everybody's uh, desires and, and uh, everybody's um, uh, wishes in life <laughs> you are not the answer because there is always somebody who do what you do a whole lot better than you do it and there are people that can do what I do better than me Maybe. <laughs> but there's always somebody that could do something better. And so you are not unreplaceable. You know, I used to, when I first started in the ministry, I didn't think, I don't think I had a good grip on this. And I had people that worked with me. And I thought, oh no, you know, they're not really working out, but if they leave, what am I going to do? You know, it's, it's, I, I don't really want to work with them anymore, but what if they leave? One thing I learned right away. God will always replace. And a lot of times it's better. Amen. And Amen. so just, just don't think yourself is so important. Just know that you, you are called and privileged to be able to do what you do. And as long as you look at it like that. You are going to be settled in your heart. And you are going to know that, that you know. I, I'm so honored to be able to have this opportunity. So whether you are an usher, if you're on the worship team, if you're, you're back doing the sound, if you're with the kids, whatever it is that we do, that we should do that with all of our heart. Knowing that if we don't do it, God will bring somebody else in that will. Amen? Have you noticed that? Right? And so this is one thing that we need to be really aware of in our church and in our lives. Is that you are not as important as sometimes you want to be. And so my point is this. No one is unreplaceable. And if you want to be a great leader in the kingdom of God, you need to be the best servant that you can be. That means that you, you help 
people. That means you put others above yourself. That means their situation comes before your situation. And sometimes that's not so easy. Especially when you're struggling with something. And you have to put somebody else's struggles above your struggles. Sometimes that's not so easy. But I guarantee if you do it, there's going to be grace. And there's going to be help from heaven. He is going to strengthen you. And I've noticed this, the more I help people, the more God helps me with my problems. He brings people to long to help me. Or he causes me to have an idea that helps everything just get easier. But again, it comes when you put others first. And so this is kind of what, what it is to be a leader in the kingdom. Now last time we began looking at King Saul and kind of the failures that, that he uh, went through in his, his time as a leader. Saul was very insecure. And even though on the outside he just looked like a king. Even on the outside he looked like somebody who could rule the world. On the inside he was very insecure. And it caused a lot of problems. And there was a lot of tra- there was traps that, that Saul fell into and, and there's much that we can learn from him because he was one that, that did not earn his position he did not earn his position he was placed in a position and so, in, so instead of growing into becoming the king he was just placed as a king and then he fell and so that spiral down is what I want to begin looking at when we're looking here at leadership and I want to see what it was that he had to to uh, deal with in his life that we can maybe guard our own lives. Because to be honest, what happened to King Saul could happen to anybody. And I think this is why it's in the Bible. So that we can learn from, from his failures. The first thing that we, we saw last time was this. The first trap that he fell into as he made decisions and promises. In very highly emotional moments. And then he, he acted sometimes as if he never said what he said. <laughs> he failed in, in, the, in the promises that he made. And this was part of the reason that, that he began to go down. 
Because those that worked with him and those that were under him never knew what to do or not to do. For example, in the relationship with David, some days he wanted to kill David. Some days he wanted him to come in and eat with him. And so how would you like to be one of the soldiers never knowing what is the mood of Saul and how I'm to treat David today? Should I kill David or should I invite him into the house? I don't know. And so this, this shows that, that when you make those decisions in those highly emotional moments, they are never good decisions. And something that might help you is this. Always promise a little and do more. Instead of promising a lot and just do a little. Right? And so if, if you could just, just say, okay, well, I'll take care of that for you and then come back and you've done twice as much as you said, people are going to be like, you're amazing! Ja kui sa lubad kellegile teha midagi ja siis teed topelt nii palju, siis inimesed on hämmastavad, kui, sa, kui nad näevad, mida sa oled teinud ja ütlevad, et sa oled vapustav. Then if you just said, I'm going to do all this for you. Aga kui sa ütled, ma teen kõik selle sinu eest ära. And maybe you don't do as much as you said. Ja võibolla ei tee nii palju, kui sa lubasid. They're going to look at you and say, what I thought you said you were going to, but oh, I guess not. Okay. Inimesed vaatavad ja ütlevad, et kuule, et ma sain aru, et sa teed selle ära, aga, aga ei ole teinud. You did the same amount of work, but in one way you're amazing, in the other way you, you're just average. Ja sa tegid võibolla täpselt sama palju tööd ja ühel, ühel, ühel hetke ühede jaoks olid sa hämmastav ja teiste jaoks olid sa lihtsalt ta- tavaline. And, and so just, just make sure that when you lead, ja et ole kindel, kui sa juhid, you are following up your decisions, everyone that you make, to the very best of your ability. Et siis sa oma, võimete, oma parimate võimete järgi teen nende lubaduste kohased, mida sa oled annud. If you say you're going to do something, you do it. Kui sa ütled, et, ütled, et ma teen midagi, siis sa teega seda. If you say you're going to be there, you be there. Kui sa lubad, et sa oled kohal, siis ole ka kohal. And when you do, that brings security to everybody around you. Ja kui, see, kui sa teed seda, siis see annab turvatunde kõikidele inimestele, kes on sinu ümber. When people know that you are a man or a woman of your word. Kui inimesed teavad, et sina oled oma sõnade tagas, oled oma sõnamees, when, sõnapidaja mees või when, sõnapidaja naine. When people know that, that you will give up yourself for them they're going to feel safe and secure and in return they will give themselves up to support you and so one of the things that I try to do as the, the leader of this church is I try to make sure that everybody is, is doing their very best to step up and do, do things that are exceeding expectations and I think that's what makes our church so amazing because I think our church exceeds expectations time and time again and so if people can trust your word and then they're not going to hesitate to trust you but remember that nobody is perfect there is no person that has walked the earth that is always going to do everything right and so don't be so hard when, when people 
aren't able to fulfill their promises. Maybe there was a reason they couldn't do it. Maybe something happened. Or get this. Maybe they just forgot. Have you ever forgot to do something? Don't you feel horrible? Like, oh man, I forgot. You know, and so, but you know, so that happens to everybody. It doesn't mean you're a bad person. It's just sometimes we we just just blow it. We make mistakes. And so what we need to do is just get to a place that we're not so hard on others, we're not so hard on ourselves. Do our best to always think the best of other people. And, and uh, you know, help people. But don't be so quick to, to give your trust away either. I think trust should be earned. Amen. And just because somebody has a position of leadership doesn't mean you just fully trust them because they have a title. And when, when you get to know somebody's character, it can build some trust. And so I think that we should be desiring to trust people. People. We should be wanting people in our lives that we can trust. But we can't be too quick to give our trust away. And so uh, Saul as a leader, he fell under the trap of, of uh, making decisions in emotional times. The second trap is what I want to look at here tonight. Saul was overly influenced by the opinions of others. He was overly influenced by the opinions of others. And Saul's, Saul's head, in his thinking, he was always concerned about what do others think about me? If you are, as a leader, if you are always wondering what other people think about you, you are never going to be able to really lead right. But I want to read from, from uh, some of this here, and let's go to 1 Samuel chapter 13. 1 Samuel chapter 13, I'm going to start here with verse 8 and we're going to uh, read several verses it um, says here and then, then he waited seven days the time set by Samuel but Samuel did not come to Gilgal and so Saul's men began to scatter and so he, Saul, said, bring me the burnt offering and the, uh, and the fellowship offerings. And Saul offered up the burnt offerings. And just as he began making the offerings, Samuel arrived. 
So here they had to wait for Samuel who was the priest. But when the priest didn't show up right on time and the men began to get a little bit nervous you know uh, we don't know what God wants us to do and so they began to get nervous the king says alright I'll do it. Just bring the stuff to me I'll do it. And just as he's doing it here here comes Samuel. Ja siis parasti, kui ta seda tegi, tuli Samuel. And so, Sam, or so Saul went out to greet Samuel. Ja Saul läks siis Samuelele vastu, et ta tervitada. What have you done? Mida sa oled, mida sa oled teinud, küsis Samuel. What have you done? Mis sa oled teinud? What have you done? Mis sa oled teinud? He thought he was doing a good thing because he wanted to keep, keep his eyes and the people good. Ja, ja Saul arvas, et ta tegi midagi head, et he tried to keep his army happy and so he did what the priest should have done now back in those days it was very important who did what and the priest did not do the king's work but the king did not do the priest's work and so when the king stepped over the line he sinned but he didn't want to look bad he didn't want his, his guys to think that he missed God he didn't want, want them to think that, that you know, we're following this guy who doesn't know what he's doing I'm just telling you uh, that's, that's how I feel most of the time in pastoring this church I'll just be honest I don't know what I'm doing most of the times I just show up I'm like God where you better show up but I've gotten used to that because that's my everyday life but for Saul this was something that he was trying so much to win a people's approval that he was willing to sin to get people to think he was a good guy. And he missed it. And when he did miss it, at first, if you, if you read through the story, he has a bunch of excuses. He had excuses why. But really, he was the one that sinned and he knew it was wrong. Now let's jump ahead a couple chapters to 1 Samuel chapter 15. 1 Samuel 15 verse 24 says this. It says, And then Saul said to Samuel, I have sinned and I violated the Lord's command and your, and your instruction. I was afraid of the men and so I gave in to them. Ja Saul ütles Saamuelile, ma olen patu teinud, sest ma olen astunud üle Jehova käsust ja sinu sõnadest, sellepärast, et ma kartsin rahvast ja kuulasin nende häält. It took him two chapters to finally admit that he blew it. Nii et kulus, selleks kulus kaks peadükki, et ta lõpuks tunnistas, et ta on asja... asja 
And then look at verse 25. Now I beg you, Samuel, forgive me my sin and come back with me so that I may worship the Lord. And so he disobeyed a direct command from the Lord. And then he, he uh, because he didn't want to look bad. And then he's in front of the people. And they're not, they're, not, they're not understanding what he's doing and why he's doing it. Then here comes the priest. And everybody's going, see, the priest should have done that. What was the king doing that for anyway? And so now he's feeling bad. Because he realized, yes, I was my mistake. And all these people think that I'm a bad person now. But if you'll just come with me, if you'll just stand beside me, they'll think that you like me, and then, then they will like me. And so Samuel, as long as you like me, the people will like me. And so he, he begs Samuel to travel with him. Please come back and, and be with me. Again, for the one purpose, to make him look good before the people. He was so insecure as the leader that he was always trying to make himself look good. You will wear, you will wear yourself out trying to make yourself look good. It will begin to consume you. It will consume your thoughts. It will consume your heart. If you're always trying to look good, you're going to be calling people trying to tell them hey man I'm really a good guy I know you might have heard some stuff about me but that's not really true oh my goodness those kind of people can drive you crazy don't be that don't be the person who's always trying to prove yourself because all that showing is an insecurity in the inside of you and then look here in verse 30 of 1 Samuel chapter 15. And then Saul replied, I have sinned, but please honor me before the elders and the people and before Israel. Come back with me so that I may worship the Lord your, your God. Ta vastas, ma olen patu teinud, aga osuta nüüd ometi mulle seda au, mu rahva vanemate iiseli ees ja tule ühes minuga tagasi, et saaksin kummadada Jehovad su Jumalat. So again, as the leader, he was so concerned about how he looked. Ja taas juhin oli ta väga mures sellepärast, kuidas ta näeb välja teist inimest. That he was willing to do wrong things. Et ta oli valmis tegema vale asju. He was willing to go against his own heart. Et ta oli valmis minema oma südame vastu. Because he knew right and wrong. Sest ta teadis, mis asja on õige, mis asja on vale. He admits here, I, I, I sin. Ta tunnistab siin, et ma tegin patu. But then he wanted everybody to like him anyway. Aga ta tahtsid ikkagi, et, kõik, et ta meeldiks kõikidele. And so his whole life he was trying to make people like him. Ja terve oma elud püüdis ta panna inimesi, et, nad, et ta meeldiks neile. Let me just stop right here and just explain something to you. Ja ma teen siin väikese pausi ja selgitan teile midagi. As the leader, juhina, you will never have everybody like you. It's impossible. If that was possible, our church would be so stinking huge. 
But I think the reason it's so small is there's a lot of people that don't like me. And so what it is when you lead is you need to know the decisions you make is not going to make everybody happy all the time. My dad used to tell me this. My dad was a, as a guy, all, his whole life was built around sayings. He had a saying for everything. And they were his little parables that he would, he would just say all the time. That's how he lived his life. Yeah, yeah, and it was so funny at his funeral when he died there was people that got up and they were quoting all of the things and nobody talked to each other about what they were going to say they just all got up and did it and it just was it was awesome um, but one of his sayings was I forgot what I was going to tell you Um, oh this was it you can please some of the people some of the time but you will not please all of the people all of the time you can please some of the people some of the time but you will not please all of the people all of the time and so if I had a fight with my friends that was the saying that I got if my heart was broken because I had problems with a girl that was the conversation that I got my romance your dad no I didn't get the point no if I had girl, if I had girl problems my dad would say ah your dad would say okay yes. I thought you would say no 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 okay. if I had girl she problems she got it right okay if I had girl problems my dad would say well you can please some of the people some of the time but you can't please all the people and I say yeah yeah dad fine my heart's broken oh yeah but you know, just, just remember that son I love my dad I can't wait to to see him again in heaven but as a leader you need to know not everybody's going to like all your decisions and you need to be aware of that as a leader you need to develop some tough skin sometimes because you need to make tough decisions to go where it is that you feel God has called you to go and uh, you know sometimes as a leader you need to make a decision that nobody else wants to make so leadership is not always just glory and honor and praise a lot of times it's a position why people say oh why did we have to do that or why can't I do that I wanted to do that and he said I can't what is he God no but I am the pastor and sometimes I need to make a decision that I feel is best 
at the time. And so especially when it comes to certain decisions, there's going to be people that aren't going to always like the decisions that you make. But we have got to be ready as leaders to take on the responsibility for, for the decisions we do make. And when you do make decisions, don't be influenced by the wrong people. You need to do the very best that you can to have the right people around you to help you make wise decisions. You know, I, I enjoy having people around me who can give me opinions. And there are some decisions for the church that I make that I don't ask everybody's uh, opinion. Because I know what is right and what is wrong in that situation. But there are a lot of the decisions that we make in this church that I run past the leadership of our church. And I want to I make sure that, that other people are, are with me and are helping me. But I don't want to be overly influenced by other people. I like to hear different views and, and then be able to make my own decision. But there are some people that, that aren't so, so careful with that. And whenever somebody has an opinion or, or, or some advice, they just say, okay, well, let's do that. And then somebody else comes up with a great idea that's a little bit opposite, but it sounds great. Say, well, okay, yeah, we could do that. And we see this in Saul's life as he was trying to keep everybody happy and in, in, at the end nobody was happy. At the end nobody was happy. Right? When you're trying to keep everybody happy you're going to make nobody happy. And so, so don't, make, don't, don't have the wrong people giving you the wrong advice and you just, just take whatever advice is coming. Because if you're not careful, you will no longer be leading, but people will be leading you. And that should not be the way that it is. I think in the kingdom of God, there is a, 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 a top-down structure. Thank you. But our hearts got to be right. And so maybe you have a position of leadership, but you got to keep your heart right. And you're wanting to have the best for everybody. You want to lift up everybody else. And this is, and this, I think, is the struggle for leaders in the kingdom of God. 
But here's some verses uh, that that can encourage you to just have the right people around you. Ja siin on mõned salmid, mis julgustavad sind selles, et sul oleksid õiged inimesed sinu ümber. Go with me to Proverbs chapter 1 verse 5. Läheme õpetussõnade esimese peatükki salmi 5. Proverbs chapter 1 verse 5, I want to read this out of the Amplified. Õpetussõnad 1.5 loeme selle laiendatud piiblist. It says, and the wise will hear and increase their learning. Tark kuulab ja kasvab selles, mida ta õpib. Listen, the wise will hear and increase their learning. And the person with of understanding will acquire wise counsel in the skill to steer his, his course wisely and lead others to the truth. And so when you have understanding of, of your situation, you're going to want to have some wise counsel around you. So that you could be able to lead people to a better place. And this is very, very important. I think it's really important to, to run your ideas past other men and women of God. If you're, especially if you're making a big decision in your life. Something that's going to affect your future. It, it, it's always good to run those things past others who might be able to give you their point of view. Or maybe find somebody who's already been through what you're going through. And say, hey, I know that you've dealt with this and this is how I'm thinking of, of dealing with it. What do you think? And then in, in Proverbs chapter 15 verse 22 it says this. Proverbs 15:22 says plans fail for a lack of counsel but what's my whole page just left but with many advisors they succeed. Plans fail for a lack of counsel. But with many advisors they succeed. It is important that you have the right people around you. It's important that you have people in your life to give you advice. We've talked about this before. If you become the smartest person in your group of people, it's time for you to find a new group. You need to find somebody else that you could be around who's smarter than you. Somebody who has been where, where you want to go. 
And there's always going to be people that will be able to do it better than you. Ja alati on inimesi, kes suudavad seda teha paremini kui sina. Now I'm not saying that you leave the people that you're with because they might still need you. Ja see ei tähenda, et sa jätad need inimesed maha, kelle kes oled, sest nad võivad sind endiselt vajada. But sometimes you might rise to a certain level. Aga mõnikord sa jõuad mingile kindale tasemele. And then because of the people that are around you, that's as far as you're going to be able to go. Ja siis sa ei saagi kaugane minna need inimesed õttu, kes on sinu ümber. And that's when you need to start looking to say, okay, who else can I look to in my life? to be an example. Ja siis sa pead vaatama ringi ja 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 mõtlema, kes võiks olla minu elus veel eeskujuks. And believe God that he will bring the right people into your life at the right time. Ja uskume, et Jumal toob õigel ajal õiged inimesed sinu elu. So that you could have advisors that will help you to be a success. Et sul oleks nõuandjad, kes aitavad sul olla edukas. And then in Proverbs 19 and verse 20 Ja siis õpetusõnad 19.20. And I want to read this out of the New Living Translation. Ja ma loen selle uuest elavast tõlkest. It says, get all the advice and instruction you can. Omanda nii palju nõuandeid ja juhtnööre kui võimalik. So you will be wise for the rest of your life. Siis oled sa tarkuk ülejäänud elu. Amen. Get all the advice and wise counsel that you can so that you can be wise. Ja saa nii palju nõuandeid ja tarku juhtnööre kui võimalik. And so to be a successful leader. Ja siis sa oled edukas. Ja selleks, et ole edukas juht. The people around you matter. Siis on tähtis, millised inimesed on sinu ümber. And it is important that you surround yourself with the right people. Ja on oluline, et sa ümbritsed ennast õiget inimestega. And so who are the right people? Aga kes on siis need õiged inimesed? And I want, <coughs> I want to look at this here a little bit tonight. Ma tahan vaadata seda natuke täna õhtul. Excuse me. Let me get a drink. Hallelujah. Thank God for living water. Amen. And the church said amen. All right. Hallelujah. Um, the right people is this. And I'm just going to go through a list and you could write these down if you're taking notes. But the, the right people are people that will support the vision of the organization. Now this is, this is the kind of people that you need to look for to help you to do what it is that God has put in your heart to do. But as we go through this list I want you to also be be these kind of people. I don't want you just to find the right people. I want you to be the right people. We should be people that others would look to to help them accomplish their goals. But we should find people that support the vision or, or, or or the, 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 the way that the organization is going. That they believe in what it is that you want to do. And then uh, you want to find people who respect the leader. And so we've already talked about uh, one aspect of this tonight. You know, somebody always trying to be liked, like King Saul. But you don't need to be liked to be respected. Think about it in your own life, at least I can in mine. But, but in your own life, you probably have people that you maybe don't like very much. 
Maybe they wouldn't be people that you would choose to go out to eat tonight after church. But you respect them. Right? And so those that might have great businesses. Ja need, on ärid, you don't have to like the person to respect to respect what they've accomplished lugu sellest, mis nad on and, and as a leader there's going to be times that, that you're not going to have people always like every decision you've made like we've talked about ja juhina ei, ei pruugi alati olla nii et inimestele pikkide inimestele meeldivad need otsused mida sa oled vastu võtnud nagu me juba rääkisime but make sure that you are living a life of somebody that is worthy of respect aga ela ole kindel et sa elad sellist elu mis on väärt lugu pidamist and make sure that you have people around you who respect you ja ole kindel et sa ümbritsed ennast inimeste keda kes sind respekteerivad because they're going to be the people that will help you the most sest need on inimesed kes sind kõige rohkem aitavad and then you want to have people around you who will compliment and add to the gifts that you have ja siis on vaja inimesi kes sinu ümber kes lisavad sellele lisavad oma anni või lisavad sellele sellele tööle mida because all of us have gifts and abilities that are God given. And when you have people around you that 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 add to that and make those things more doable. Those are the kind of people that we should be looking for to surround ourselves with in life. People that have strengths that maybe that the, the as a leader you don't have. And many leaders get insecure with this because they have people that are wiser in some areas than they are or more talented in some areas than they are. And, and uh, a lot of times that, that causes them to back away from things. Um, I, I've learned the lesson, I don't know if it, how I learned it, but I've learned it. But I am so thankful to have people around me that are so much better than me. Like, I need people that, that can interpret. Because I can't preach in English and Estonian at the same time. I'm thankful for people that understand technology. Because I still am just, you know, I'm able to write an email and that's about as far as it goes. And so you, you know, I'm, I'm lucky to know that. I'm lucky just to know that. And so I'm not really technical. I'm not, I don't, I don't have musical skills. I don't have, uh, you know, I can't do everything that we do. And I love to be able to have people around me that are so much better and smarter than me and stuff that it just makes my job so much easier. But, 
There are some people that look at it the other way. And when you have an insecurity on the inside, and somebody is better than you at something, it causes you to push them down instead of lift them up. Don't be that type of a person. Let's lift up the gifts that are around us. Let people shine and they will be able to lift you up. And so, uh, you know, most of our staff working here in this church are not like me at all. And they're better than I am at what they do. And they help me to accomplish the vision that God has given us as a church. And I am so thankful for all the ones that God is putting into position in this church. And I believe that we're going to be able to go farther and do so much more together. And if you don't have people around you that are that are adding to what you do, then as a leader you will never grow to your full potential. And so make sure you look for those kind of people. They're the right kind of people. Another type of person you need to look for is somebody with some spiritual maturity. Somebody that can influence other people for good. And maybe uh, they wouldn't do it like you would do it necessarily. But they can help bring people closer to God. And those are the kind of people that you want to have around you. And then you want to have people that have the gift of leadership. Don't be afraid of strong people. And there's sometimes you might, might question your ability to lead. I think that goes through everybody's head at some point. You know, can I really do this? Am I really supposed to do this? And then we question ourselves sometimes. But don't, but don't be afraid of strong strong people around you because they're going to be able to help you to do more the stronger the group is with you the more you'll be able to do and I think those that, that are in leadership position can recognize other leaders and, and you're going to be able to help them to excel in what it is that they, they are called to do in their own lives and the quicker you recognize leadership ability in other people I think the more it will be a help to you when you get them in the right place doing the right thing that they will help you to do what it is that God has called you to do another type of person you want to have is people with the gift of wisdom that they, they, they know how to hear from God they know how to put things together that you don't, don't just bring anybody alongside of you <laughs> Don't just bring just whoever. You know, and, and, but you want to bring people that have been a success. You know, you don't want to go to the guy that just lost everything, lost his job and lost his house and ask him financial 
advice. You know, you don't want to ask the guy who just got a divorce for marriage counseling. For marriage counseling, yeah? Yeah. Okay, so that, I mean, that's, that's not how you, you, you should surround, those are not the kind of people you should surround yourself with. But surround yourself with people that are a success. Look for people that are doing well and get them close to you. So that you can run your ideas onto them and they can bounce them back to you. And then you want to get, get with the people that have the right motives. You know, sometimes uh, people might not have all the, the great results in their lives. But you can see that they've got the right motives. Amen. Not everybody in this church, uh, you know, is a millionaire. At least that I know. <laughs> but one thing I do I do see is that there are so many people in this church that have the right heart motives and, and do the best with their finances. This makes me so proud and, and so so happy to see what God is doing in your lives. Because your heart is right, I believe it's going to open the door to great things. And when I see somebody that has the right heart, those are the kind of people that I want to be And then we want to find the people that take responsibilities for the decisions that are made. You know, one of the things that I, I've told my staff many times in the past is don't give me a problem unless you give me a solution. Don't come to me and tell me the soundboard's not working. Fix it. I'm going to say, great. I don't know how. Right, but what I when they come to me and say the soundboard's not working, I say, give me a solution. Bring me the solution. And don't 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 be complaining about everything until you're ready to help with the problem. And I'm sure that, that as you come here, you, you look around, you think this church is not perfect. And if there's an area that you, you don't like, don't just go around to everybody and complain about it. Come to me with the answer and say, I can help you to do this better. And you know what will happen? I'll put you in charge to do that. And so we're, we're you know, get the people around you that, that will, will be ready to work together with you. And, and they will help you with the solution. And, and uh, it'll make people think before they, they complain. Amen. And those are the kind of people I want around me. Not a bunch of complainers. But people that say, okay, let's do this better. Hallelujah. And so um, this is kind of 
what, what the direction we're going to be going here for the next couple of weeks. We're going to be looking at things that we can do, that we can apply to our own lives and to our own situation, to our own church. On how we can be better it is what it, as, at what it is God has called us to do. And that as we apply these things, that, that we could be a good leader in the kingdom of God. And so, uh, I, I, I could go a little bit further tonight, but let's just stop right there. That's a good place to stop, and then we'll just pick up on this next time. But would you stand with me? And let's just go to God, and let's just ask him to help us. That he would help us in, in our ability to lead others. That he would give us strength. That he would give us wisdom. That he would give us a, a, the, the, the eyes to see. <coughs> so that we could surround ourselves with the right people and that we would not fall into this trap of trying to please everybody but, but that our, our whole heart will be I just want to please my Father in Heaven because that's really all that matters Amen, hallelujah Father I thank you for your church I thank you for those that you have called into this place those that you have placed here to help us accomplish the, the God-given uh, vision. And Lord, I thank you for, for bringing leaders into this place. That you bring people that are called to lead others. That you develop within us the ability to lead. You help us to grow in the things that, that we do. So that we're able to serve you even better. Lord, I thank you that you're blessing this church. That you're blessing this church with men and women who have eyes and a heart after your own heart. That, that, that you help us to see people the way that you see them. That you help us to lift people up. And help them to shine. And as we do that, Lord, I thank you that the whole church will rise. And I pray, Lord, that we would learn these lessons. That we would learn to be very careful with our promises. And Lord, that we would be very careful with, with the people that are around us and trying to please them. That we would not try to be, be uh, uh, just good in the eyes of people. But Lord, I thank you that you would be the one that we serve. That together we would understand we're coming after you and your glory. May you get the glory in this place. Oh Lord Jesus, may people come and give you the glory here. 
Lord, change the heart of our church. Help us to be a church that would worship at your feet. Help us to be leaders that would bow before you. And Lord, that as we do, that you will continue to lift us up. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for what you're doing here. Thank you for what you're doing in us. Make us a better place. Make this church the very best that it can be. Help us to shine bright in this world. Hallelujah. We thank you for it, Lord. Thank you for what you're doing in us. Thank you for the help that is available. We love you, Lord. We love you, Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah.